Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up with Melissa. And today I woke up inspired to talk about our soulful businesses, how we continue to travel down the journey of creating the structure. And so if you've never been in business and you're thinking about merging your spiritual gifts with a profitable business, then you're at a very good episode. And if you already have a pop-in business, but you're at a stage where you're looking to pivot, you're looking to change, you're looking to rebirth, rebirth yourself, rebirth your offers, your product suite, you're also in the right place. So let's dive right in. One of the things that I want to share right off the top is the thing that people miss the most. I think we're so quick to ask ourselves, what is the product that's going to make us money? But I want us to take a step back. I want us to slow down and at any level, you should be asking yourself, what is my ultimate vision and mission for building this? And the reason why is because you know how committed you get when you know the reason why you're doing what you're doing? Do you know, do you have any idea how committed your heart and your being and all of you shows up to the thing that you know you're doing for a bigger reason other than you? You just show up different. And I think, again, so many people focus on either the money or the course, and this is good, but I promise you that business does get difficult. It doesn't mean that it's hard and that it should tear us apart. It just means that It's difficult because there are parts that you don't know how to do. And so at each level, it's not that there's a new double. People used to always say this, at each level, there's a new double. It's not that. It's just you're at a new edge. And that edge, you don't know who you are yet. And it's not even that you have to become. I don't really buy into the story that we have to become the versions of who we want to be. You're already that. To me, I shared this with our student the other day. I said, it feels like I am in a room with everything I've ever wanted, except I haven't turned on the lights and I haven't been able to see it. Well, that's how it's like when you start to travel into your business and there are things that you don't know. And so there's the saying, you don't know what you don't know. And so get really clear on why am I doing this? I'll give you some examples. Am I doing this to create generational wealth for my family. That is important. That's not just a saying. That is somebody who is dedicated to alchemizing the situation that they have been birthed into. That's a big thing, okay? I want to be the first inventor in my family. I want to be the first millionaire in my family. I want to impact the world in a way that outlasts the test of time even when I'm not here. Like, what are the things that you're doing through your business, that when things get shaky and when things get difficult, because they will, and let's just be honest, let's be real, let's be transparent. 
let's stop sharing these illusionary things on social media as if you know you just blink and everything just happens it does not work like that everything is happening through the laws of vibration and so we live in a very reactionary world. And so depending on your energy and the things that you're putting out, you're getting a response back. And so here are some things that I would focus on if I were to start again my business. Here are the things that I would focus on. Number one, I would focus and study the industry and look at the things that no one else is doing. Three years ago when I first started my brand, it was not common for entrepreneurs to be talking about spirituality and money. Right now, we are seeing more and more entrepreneurs do this, but back when I was doing it, there wasn't really a lot of people that I saw in my world who were actively dropping an anchor into that conversation. They were dancing around the conversation. They were not letting people know how much a currency and abundance they were experiencing. They were very cagey. There was something about being embarrassed. There was something about being cringy. There was something about, I don't think this is right. I don't know if I should do this, yet they were still doing it. And so for me, three years ago, when I first started my business, I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to bring this topic to light because the truth is that a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs do get paid for their gifts. They are paid for speaking. They are paid to run retreats and all of the other things that we do. But for somehow, some way, we're not taking our businesses seriously. So that's the first thing that I would do. I would do the thing that no one else is doing. Number two, which is an add-on to that, I would create content that speaks directly to that. I think there's this energy on social media where people are not anchoring into their truth because they're so afraid. They're afraid that they're going to get canceled. They're afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, like, who do you answer to? Do you answer to spirit? Do you answer to God? Or do you answer to man? Do you answer to everybody else in your comments? Remember, I have not met a real one that does a lot of this work that goes out and criticizes everybody left and right. There is a way that you share information. You know, this is where the energy of intention really comes through. And so I always like to check in with my body and always ask, what is my intention in sharing this? There doesn't need to be a call out. You don't need to rip people to shred because what is your intention? You're creating that energy that is this low vibrating energy. And so that's not my intention. And again, by the way, this is not bypassing low frequencies because we all have these points. It's just, why would you want to create it? You see what I'm saying? There's a difference. There's a difference between when you are moving through harsh emotions and you have to sit with yourself and you have to connect to the resistance and you have to not try to distract yourself because you know that your body is trying to give you a message. And then there's a difference between actively participating in things that you know are not helpful, that are not moving the needle forward towards your desires and the things that you want. And so I would look out in the market and I would just be radically honest and I would create the content that I know to be true for myself. It may be a little spicy. It may be a little polarizing, but I think that it's on us to check in with our intention and make sure that we're sharing the share because there is a gem in there, because there is something for us to learn, because we're bringing thought-provoking conversations to the table. 
the last thing that I would do is I would identify my strength. I remember I did a VIP day with uh, Natalie Ellis um, and Danielle from Boss Babe. And I remember they asked me, they were like, okay, what is the thing that you do that you do better than everybody else? You know, I remember that there were things that were coming up, like, why can't I answer this question? Like, what is the thing that I do better than everybody else? Like, just be honest. And there was something that was coming up for me. Wait, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to compare myself to anybody else. What does that, what does that make me? What does that mean? And so I had to just really be honest with myself and close my eyes and go inward and give myself permission to honor my gifts give myself permission to say, no, I do have something special. I'm going to honor what's inside of me. I'm going to honor my medicine. And the thing that I do better than anybody else is X, Y, Z. And that's not to say that there isn't another person in the world that doesn't do it better, but not in my world. I don't know them. And so if you don't know that person, then you don't know. And so in my world, this is what I think I do best, whether it's hosting yoga retreats and BIPOC LGBTQ live events so that we can continue to cultivate community. Community is something that we do the best. We really try to create brave and courageous spaces for all human beings to just show up in who they exactly are. And you have no idea how much permission and liberation that gives somebody who has never given the platform and the opportunity to do that. And so the third thing is that I want you to ask yourself, what is the thing that you do that's better than anybody else? And with those three things, I would start to create that platform. I would start to create that energy, that voice, that community, that thing, that it thing. I was actually talking about this um, on TikTok. By the way, follow me over there on TikTok. I'm at underscore I am Melissa Ruiz. And one of the things that I was bringing forth was when I was a TV producer, I was doing this for 13 years. I was selling million dollar shows. I got pitched to literally all of the time, pitched by email. Literally, we had a pitch um, meeting every single week. And one of the things that I looked for is the it factor. What is the thing that nobody else is doing? Those are the people who got a show. Those are the people who had the recognition. Otherwise, why would I want to give a platform to somebody who's regurgitating all of the same thing? Let me pause because I know what you're thinking. Don't get afraid. I know you're thinking, but what do you mean what I'm creating is already created by somebody else? Yes, and it cannot be possible because you have your own energy. You have your own energetic DNA blueprint. And so the way you do it is going to be different. So by nature, that's what makes it unique. Your unique sauce is you actually being yourself. I'm talking about other beings that are replicating the exact thing. That in fact, you can look at their business, you can look at their profile, and you're like, oh my God, I know their coach, or I know this looks like this person's content. You really want to make sure that you're being honest honest and true to yourself. That is the thing that is the game changer. This is going to lead into rebirth. All right. For my humans who are feeling like, yeah, yeah, Melissa, I already got this. Cool. I'm going to apply this, but I've already been in business. I already made five figure months. I already made six figures. I already made multiple. I already made seven. At every level of business, there is always a different season recognize the seasons you're in, which by the way, 
I believe entrepreneurship is changing radically. A lot of the energy that I've been really channeling and anchoring into is this Renaissance energy. It is the artist. It is the muse. It is us being the painter of our own life. It's recognizing that when we fully express ourselves, that is the journey and that is the joy. It has nothing to do with creating a specific number and a specific goal in your business. Well, that is great and that can be a part of it and that is important what is actually more important our well-being our excitement the momentum of moving towards the things that make us happy those are the things and start to really ask yourself what are the things that actually make me happy and so this is going to lead to the rebirth of entrepreneurship as we know it Things are actively changing. Just look around, humans. Look at the leaders who are taking the step forward and creating and throwing a wrench in the system. They are creating longevity. They are creating sustainability. They're creating something different. They're creating something massive. Never, ever has there been a time where these many innovators, let's call them what they actually are, innovators who are anchoring and seeing a, a message and an idea and a business in their third eye and anchoring into this universe and bringing it into the physical realm. There's never been a time where so many human beings are raising their hand and they're saying, I have an idea. I have an idea too. I have that idea, but I'm going to do it different. I have that idea too, but I'm going to do it with a twist. There has never been a time because there also has never been a time where this many humans have been awakening to their power, awakening to more life, awakening to the butterflies around them, awakening to the sunshine hitting their skin, literally awakening. Think about the last time you ever heard a bird chirping. If you want to start to continue to create more mindful moments in your in your life, when you start walking on the street, if this is what you do, or you start driving, try not to turn on the radio, pull down your windows and see what you can listen to. Tune in with your ears, tune in with your eyes, tune in with your senses. That is how we connect back to the divine. That is how we connect back to the altar of our heart. That is the, the connection. That connection that brings us back into that alignment. And I'm not saying this is going to happen right away. I'm just saying over time, over time, you can train your body. And for the person, I'm not sure who this is, who is like, yeah, Melissa, that sounds great, but I have no time. I have kids. I got to go to work. Trust and believe you will have time for the things that are important to you and that you prioritize. That's just the bottom line. I don't believe in like the excuses of sometimes us holding us back because we believe that we have no time. You always have the ability to do something. And this is how we get to empower ourselves and not disempower ourselves. So for me, I don't hold this energy of having excuses for myself. And this is why I also don't hold this energy for our students. And this is why they also get amazing results. When I was a TV producer, I used to work hella motherfucking hours, okay? I used to work 12 hours a day, not every day, but a lot of days. I used to work on the weekends. I had this stupid little Blackberry phone. I don't even know if people still use that. I had two phones. It was always going off. It was a hot damn mess. I had a dog to walk. I was at set to like three in the morning, coming back and going to work at six in the morning. Are you exhausted? Cause I'm exhausted remembering that. But you know what I remember? I remember being in a lot of pain and I remember wanting to change my circumstances. 
I remember getting off of the ferry or the bus stop, depending on which route I took to get into the city. And I remember there was five blocks to get from point A to point B. And the old me used to listen to music. The old me used to gossip with a friend. The old me used to just dread and complain and just be in so much anxiety that I had to go back into that atmosphere. But there was this new me that was emerging. There was this new me that was practicing mindfulness. There was a new me that was just looking at human beings and instead of judging them, I started to compliment them. I started to look at their shoes and I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's really cute shoes. I would look at their hat in the winter. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, thank you for reminding me. I need a hat. I would just look all around me and I found beauty in everything. Beauty in everything, everything. Even the things that you feel like you can't find beauty in. I did. I would notice that there was a billboard and it was blank. And then the next day they started to work on it. And I noticed that. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm wondering what they would build. You see, it was a curiosity. And that's how I started to redirect the mind. I started to focus more on the curiosity. I started to focus more on stillness. You know, I remember the moments where I was on a boat ride from Staten Island into New York. And instead of doing what I usually do, which was scroll, I started to bring a book and I would read, even though it was a short ride. I just read, even if it was two to three pages. I remember the me that just decided that I was going to win, even though I didn't have the money to invest, even though I wasn't doing anything. And I don't want to say that I wasn't anybody. I was always somebody. We are always somebody. But I wasn't, I didn't have a presence online. I was in my 30s. I felt like there's nothing that's going to change here if I keep staying the same. And so I had to birth a new me. And so many of us right now are being called to birth a new version of themselves, a version of themselves that includes humanity, a version of themselves that includes earth, a version of themselves that includes their desires, a version of them that includes maybe them wanting to be a CEO, a version of them that includes the totality of who they know themselves to be. And so as we continue to birth ourselves, we're going to have to, number one, write this down, we're going to have to stop giving away the things that we need to do, we need to do them. And you got to stop outsourcing that to somebody else. I learned this taking full creative direction of my own business and recognizing, okay, this person can't interact with your community the way you do. You got to do that. This person's not going to write this caption the way you would do it. You got to do that. And so... Through the rebirthing process, I started to realize that I had to get my hands in the mud. I had to get my hands back into the artistry, back into the thing that I know, I know how to do. So at a place where we're rebirthing ourselves, we're also reclaiming ourselves, reclaiming the things that we're amazing at, that we're good at, that are our God-given gifts, also our human talents. We start to have clarity over the thing that is ours to do. That's one when it comes to rebirthing. Number two, when it comes to rebirthing yourself, you have to be able to take risk in a way that feels like a whole new level in a way that you've never taken risk before. Especially if you're at a place of rebirth, you know the things that work. You got to don't do that anymore. You got to do the scary thing now. 
Because when you're rebirthing, remember, you're at the edge of you. You're at your edges. And I'm like feeling into my fingers because that's how it is. It's like you're at the edges of you. You're at the edges of your being. You're at the edges of your greatness. And so it's going to require a big leap. It's a compound effect. It's all of those little moments that compound to the greatness of who we are. But when we want to fly, when we want to quantum leap, you got to jump. You got to jump. You got to create that 180. You got to pivot hard. You don't got to do it gradually. In fact, I would suggest make that edge sharp. Make it sharper so that it grabs people's attention. So that people are like, who does this person think that they are? What's actually really happening here? That is how you create that scroll stop. The, oh my God, what is happening with this person? And that is how you actually grab people's attention. And when you're creating waves, you're not doing it to, you know, feed your ego. You're doing it because you're bringing people and you're inviting them into the journey. You know, the song that we sing is the most beautiful tale that we tell. It is so beautiful to be the narrator of your own story. It is so beautiful to be the artist of your own story. For you to be your canvas, your body. For your fingers to be the paintbrushes. For your energetic energy that gets transmitted from one person to another be the thing that people get to experience where they feel your movement, your energy. There's something that happens in that experience. It's what happens when we go see art and the person stands in front of that painting and they are moved to tears or they're moved. There's something that is moving and coursing through their body. And so you are that and you are the muse of your own life. You are the thing. You are the thing that starts to create all of the energetic flow through you and your decisions and how you show up and how you talk and what you say yes to and what you say no to. All of those things become the sum of our parts. Humans, I'm going to give you full permission slip here on this episode to stop segmenting your parts. Stop thinking you can only show up one way on Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok or with your friends or at work and start to be in that place where you are integrating all of your different energetic parts and you are becoming more of the whole self. You're starting to become more of the true self because you are that already. There is no becoming. There is only unbecoming. Meaning, I love the way Eckhart explains this. We are a canvas with all of this splat and all of these images and all of these paint. But when you take the paint off, little by little, you come back to the canvas, the white canvas. And you got to start to ask yourself, who painted me? Who painted me with their stories? Who painted me with their limiting beliefs? Who painted me? And now as you start to strip away and you take off all of the brush strokes, you're allowed to paint another masterpiece, but this time in the ways that feel good for you. Humans, I have had such a beautiful time hanging out with you. Thank you for rocking with me, for rolling with me all of this time. Screenshot 
this episode. Leave us a review. Let us know how impactful or important this information is or this episode was or just in general our podcast. Follow us on Waking Up with Melissa, the podcast. Follow me at I am Melissa Ruiz. If you're in a season of wanting to rebirth yourself, we are creating a free webinar. This is going to be happening 9-28 at 6 p.m. Go head over to my Instagram. I'm going to add all the deets there. And if you're in a season of wanting to be mentored in a longer container, let's forget about these three months and the six weeks and the six months like yes I get I get that I have those containers too but I really desire to be with humans for a longer period of time because our nervous system deserves that we deserve not to be rushed it takes time to create the masterpiece namaste humans and I will see you in the next episode Breathe.